cutting-edge guests, awesome, uncensored, jaw-dropping information, plus funny memes, good deeds, and loads of laughter. Kind of have it all. Ladies and gentlemen, if your soul's awake, then welcome, because you're in the right place. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Divine Lions and Lionesses, to another Fuck It Friday, where we're putting and making fun of the funk of life. You know, Sovereign Soul Show here, we stand for love, levity, and liberty. Levity is in the middle, which helps get us to freedom. Love being the foundation. Then we laugh, and then we got levity, and then we got this crackster jokester here. He's probably going to bore us with his world-class poetry and flip over to another world-class poem as he's talking about the world-class healing centers of oxygen tents running around the planet, which just happen to do healing miracles for people. I know. Oh, yawn. Anyway, my great friend, I'm very honored. At least I call him a great friend. Who knows if he comes back that way with me. Uh, Mark Allen. Last time we were all hanging out together was uh, Truth Tour, finished in Anaheim. We started, I brought in the F-16s to Cheyenne. Uh, I got to make that claim, dude, because I was up there with the microphone seven minutes in. And also, no, they, no, they, were, they, know, were, they were interrupting. Right. F-16. No, they were waiting until you got on stage and you went, right, go now. Yeah. Go now. Yeah, Brad's absolutely. on stage. They're like, want Fuck Brad. Mark made it to become a pilot in the Royal Air Force. Brad was gonna going to RMC on the path for RMC to fly F-18s. And then he's up there talking about, oh, I didn't make it, the 2020 vision. So I had to go in the Canadian Army Light Infantry and say, boom. And I'm like, well, that's perfect. Right there. Eight F-16s. Uh, everybody can still go back to Mark Atwood, Adventures in a Cosmic Substack Suit um, on Telegram. And uh, what's it? I know it's on, it's done on purpose, dude. It's levity. It's called fucking Fridays. We're just fucking having trying to fuck fun. with my whole branding and everything. Like I give a fuck. <laughs> uh, Who fucking cares, right? <laughs> I'm in a lot of pain right now, so just don't mess with me. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, we'll send some uh, good healing your ways, and uh, it is an honor to have you on. And you know, our other guest who doesn't know who he's meeting with you on the show is running late. So how funny is that? That the typical European oh, is running him. late to show absolutely so when Listen, he comes dude i was lying on the sofa in agony because i just took my girls out for a little yeah. trip and we ended up at an irish pub and had the worst fucking meal in history oh. and then I've, I've come back going all i want to do is lie on the sofa and, and look at land rover videos and then i get a text from you saying see you in an hour i'm like oh fuck yeah and you know, well who's that that's brad who's brad you know he's the guy who smashed up the rv in my film that guy. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, I don't exactly. know. No, which I don't remember that bit. Which Brad is it? You know, he's the one who didn't call in the F-16s. That guy. Yeah, yeah. Called in the F-16s, but Janine was riding shotgun when we when we did that with the RV, and I was pulling in, and she didn't say anything about it. Yeah, you know, we're like twelve foot clearance in the RV. Who knew there was a crappy dish satellite dish on top of it? Yeah, you know, well, you know well, anybody wasn't working anyway. Anybody with their eyes in their head, Brad. Basically. <laughs> yeah, Janine Morajou, you were my spotter. Remember, remember Janine, but you didn't Janine, say anything. Why didn't you read the cards on the okay. RV, Janine? Exactly. Yeah, we read it for gas. We had enough gas to get there. That was in Lubbock, Texas, as she likes to say, no, instead of Lubbock, Texas, Lubbock. She kept you going Lubbock. Yeah, Lubbock, Lubbock. <laughs> she's, she's genuinely hilarious. She did a, she was, what was that? Oh, one? Yeah. She, I did a show with her the other day and she did, um, Yep. she was getting the name wrong of somebody and it was so funny. I can't fucking remember it now. Yeah, yeah. And that's it's surprising that she even remembered their name too. It's awesome. You know, it's so great. So lovely. Um, you got a key with an onk on there, and you've been out there crushing it, Mark, um, with your show, Rumble, the Substack, 
Godwin's behind you, amazing poetry book. So Mark's links are in the description right below the show here. If you're watching broadcast or listening to Bucket Friday podcast, we're putting making fun of the funk of life. Friday, February second. I just I just, I just yeah. had some I just had some blinds put in today, and I just realized there's a picture of the young me here. Look, wow, very handsome. Put that up to the camera. It's eleven eleven my time, so apparently your dad Val Thor says, you know, show my handsome son. That's quite the side profile there. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like you shot your shorts though. You're kind of crunching things up. <laughs> a very handsome young man. Very handsome young man. I don't know what um, I was doing, but I remember where it was. It was Clandudno, North Wales. Yeah. 1989. I remember that. Wow. Yeah. Handsome young lad. Still a handsome man as he is. Um, Irish farmers. I saw your video today. We're totally in sync about the politics. Politics shouldn't exist because it's meant to divide us, just like religions are meant to divide people. Um, so tell us what's going on in, in Ireland from your perspective, your seat, mate, and all your lovely audience. Well, you know, um, in Ireland, but I'm thinking about the world. And um, but what I'm seeing is the British farmers are kicking off. They're starting. I just retweeted. Um, I can't remember his name now. Glyn. Glenn. Yeah. Let, me, let me find it because he's uh, he's amazing. There's this Welsh farmer called. Can I remember his name? I've not met him, so it's hard to remember his name. Um, I did just retweet it. Where is it? Sounds good. Oh, there he no. is. There he is. So, Our other guest Gareth, just Gareth WhatsApped Wynn. and said he's going to be here in a minute. So yeah, Gareth Gareth Wynn Jones. Okay. It's been it's been phenomenal. Um, bit of Welsh spirit and just brilliant. Um, so the, the British farmers are starting to stand up, and there's a there's a guy coming over from England, I think tomorrow to Limerick in uh, Ireland, and the Irish farmers are starting to get together by the looks of it. And it, it's about time, you know, because I've. I've been living here six or seven years and some of the first people I met were farmers here. And I remember chatting to them. One, one had a dairy farm in his family for about a hundred years. And, and I said, where are all the, where are all the fucking cows? There's no cows in this, on this dairy farm. And he said, sure. We get paid more to not farm than to farm. And I was like, right. What the fuck? And then he started telling me about the trees because they've been, they just buy up, but they've just been take. It's a takeover. I mean, everything's just a fucking, corporate takeover here and uh now it's the forced immigration plantation that's going on here that's really getting people stirred up but there's a couple of things i've noticed about it so i did a video about the farmers the other day um but i did talk about it's like most of my stuff i say look it's great that the farmers are doing this one well, behind you 100 i am but let's not forget what the real problem here is and that is the fact that there's a hidden hand behind all of these puppets that we call governments that are yeah. satanic pedophiles and they eat children tens of thousands every day for years and years and years and right. that stop you know and that kind of stuff doesn't get shared because they're not quite at that point but the, i think the whole point you know i still believe this is all god's plan which is why there's still suffering that needs to be got through which yeah. a lot of people find a little difficulty swallowing but this is how else you're going to wake people up and it is starting to, well, it has been working all the way through, to be honest, and it is really kicking off. The plantation in Ireland is is shocking. I mean, you've got towns all over Ireland with busloads, busloads and busloads of military-aged men from Somalia and other places like that. No women, no children, just being, you know, five in a room. All the local landlords are making millions and millions and millions out of this, out of Irish yeah. taxpayers' money. And that is really starting, because people are literally being displaced. People are literally shitting themselves, then go out on the streets. The, 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 you know, and, and there are some 
there's a lot of amazing people in Ireland doing a lot of amazing work. There's a guy called Philip Dwyer who's out mm. on the front. He goes, he just drives tirelessly around the country, shoving a camera in their faces and saying, who are you? What the fuck are you doing here? Talking to the guards. He's exposed so much stuff. He's an amazing guy. There's Fergus Power in Dublin who's out on the streets every single day. Um, absolutely got the spirit of Ireland running through his veins. Um, there's a lot of, there's Derek Blythe. There's, lo there's there's a lot of really, really amazing people doing a lot of amazing things. But I've been saying for a long time, and it gets me into trouble in this country. It's still a divided country. It's still, there's still this fight on the political front, which is, that's why I did that substack today about politics is not the answer. Because right. they're all fucking satanic pedophiles. You, and as soon as you yeah, engage yeah. in politics, you're engaging in their game. Yeah. It's the same as as soon as you say, if a, if a policeman or a bailiff asks you, are you Mr. Blah, 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 and you say, yes, you've entered the contract, you're playing their game. You know, right. and I, th I really think it's time for... Well, I've been saying that, I've been saying this for years. We, we absolutely cannot play their game anymore, and we have to break away from it. And we have, and, but this is the problem, because yeah. everybody has been saying the same thing for years to me. So what do we do? Well, on the spiritual side of things, you ground yourself, you look after yourself, you, you clean your blood, you do all of that kind of stuff, and you connect to God and you meditate, which is phenomenal, and you focus yeah, on manifesting yeah. the future that we want. On the other hand, you've got people saying, well, why is all this child trafficking still going on? Why is the WF still going on? Why are these wars going on? And here is Callum. Hello, Callum. Yeah, sorry. It would help if I was looking in the correct email account. I've just been going through going, it's, it's there. It's, I saw it the other day. I said I'd seen it. I said I'd seen it. I was like, I'm looking <laughs> in the wrong place. This is not the best organized man in the world. You know that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Welcome, Calvin Smiles, eh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, you're on with Mark Atwood, mate. And uh, we're streaming live to uh, uh, 1.5 billion uh, people in the world here. What? And uh, welcome to Fucking Fridays, man. Um, uh, we'll jump back into what Mark and I were just chatting about in a minute and, and covering off on about, you know, the, wake, uh, the woke satanic pedophiles and how they've ruled every part of the banking system, politics, uh, most of all religions as well to divide us and conquer us. You just came back from Davos and I'm just going to quick introduction. This is the first time I get to actually finally meet with Callum. We've traded WhatsApps, whatnot. He's a good friend of AJ Roberts you know, uh, idolizes Mark Atwood like crazy. And I told him before what? he does a show, he should just put away his statues, right? So I'm glad you pulled the curtains, the shower curtains behind. You got all the Mark Atwood <laughs> idols behind, behind here. Yeah, yeah exactly. If he, if he draws yeah. that curtain and there's a load of Toby mugs there, I'm going to be very pissed off. <laughs> They're certainly not Jimmy Savile, mate, nor are they Justin Castro's little bastard child, right? Um, or Danielle Smith in Alberta and all everybody else. Did you see that? Did you see that? Let's go, Brandon. Did you see my theory that Philip Schofield is one of Jimmy Savile's children? I, I did not. Went, um, it was uh, Halloween, the year all that broke out, and I went to a Halloween party as Jimmy Savile. <laughs> did you? You did. <laughs> you survived to tell the story, or you cloned? I don't know. I mean, you were at Davos mics in people's faces. The, worst thing is, the only thing I paid for was the wig. I was like, how do I have all this shit? <laughs> but you got a gold tracksuit in the cupboard. Oh, it yeah. was, um, it was, I think it was, yeah. it was a red tracksuit. Yeah, it was a red tracksuit. Actually, actually, yeah. I, I've just, I've just with the red shoes to match. Yeah, I just found this on my desk. I, I've actually got a bit of a Jimmy Savile costume here. I'll tell you oh, a funny story about this. Actually, look, yeah, look, it's a Monte Cristo cigar. Uh huh. I think Callum will get this story. Do you remember? Um, you dirty old man. Do you remember Steptoe? Steptoe. I don't. Steptoe. No, he's too no, young. I don't think we had him. 
Steptoe and Sub was the biggest sitcom in yeah. Britain in the 60s and 70s. Alan, um, didn't you grow up in Manchester, by the way? Just an insert here. No, no, I, I grew up in, I grew up in um, North Yorkshire. North Yorkshire. Oh, right. North Yorkshire. Whitby, yeah. Just right around the corner from Dabbin Bay. Uh, go ahead, mate. It's fucking Fridays. The only Wait. normal selves here are not normal is me, right? You know, because it's you guys. I'm like, <laughs> I've always wanted to also do comedy too. I went to Second City Improv in Toronto. I got my improv level one, but you guys crush it. So I'm oh, still... no, I bet you got fucking kicked out for being rude and talking over people. <laughs> it's improv. How do you know? You know, it's eh? fucking being rude. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'll do this story really fucking quickly. Here's a Monte Cristo. Mark's only had five bourbons already. Yeah, go Jesus ahead. Christ, <laughs> Here's a Monte Cristo. Which I'm going to stick up your ass when I see you. <laughs> Don't you threaten me with the goods? Oh, him. <laughs> Harry H. Corbett was the most famous comedy actor in Britain in the 70s and the 80s in Britain. He died in 1982 at the age of 52, I think. His son, John watches my show and has been to some of my live events and he gave me this at my film premiere just before christmas and said his dad told him to give it to me awesome so awesome. i i have a monte cristo cigar here from harry h corbett that's cool god bless you sir. Yeah. A, a comedy legend right on right on and callum smiles mate um you did great work up at the uh Weffer conference in davos i saw some of your videos that uh, aj was sharing through his telegram i shared a few there as well um, and you're back and you're alive. Hopefully you're not having been cloned. And uh, I just want to, um, you know, in a serious note here, for example, you know, for anybody who's watching the broadcast, listening to this podcast, literally these two gentlemen are heroes from a standpoint where they put their lives on the line by speaking out, by getting out there. And they can also do so and share truth with levity. But also this is a way of shining a light on the cockroaches. So literally these gentlemen are, are independent heroes in the midst of everybody getting out there standing up speaking out right rather than hiding behind little handles on rumble or twitter and you know that's just like probably AI yeah, <laughs> um, and everywhere else man so so Davo, so uh you know introduce yourself real quick because you're new to the show here and then also uh to mark he's like oh i i, I listen to his stuff all the time um and then we and maybe you'll be doing a show with mark who knows uh up there in ireland but uh, out of New North Yorkshire, you know. So tell us about yourself, mate, and then we'll continue to kick off. Yeah, so I uh, so I trained to be an actor, and I was working as an actor, and I some, something never something never sat right with me as soon as the COVID bollocks came out, and I was like, I, was like, I initially I just thought it was being blown way out of proportion. Literally, I was going, I was going to because I had tickets to watch Italy, England, in the Six Nations. But it was cheaper to fly via Munich on the way there and via Vienna on the way back. But Italy was completely closed off. So me and my mate were like, well, fuck it. We bought the flights. You know, we're going to get refunded the ticket money for, for the rugby. Let's just go. Let's go to Munich and let's basically get the train across to Vienna and went via Salzburg. And like places like, you know, dying, dying. Um uh, like isn't just getting really quiet, but like people are like, oh, we're just so glad you're here spending money. Here, have this for free. Have this for free. It was, it was brilliant. Like I was literally going through all these like couple of countries whilst everything was shutting. I was like, and you'd see it on the news. It's like it's being blown massively out of proportion. Um, that's what it was. That's all I thought it was. I thought it was a Chinese weapon to bring down the Western economies. Uh, and it wasn't until you know a couple of years later where you go, hold on, hold on, hold on. They're all fucking in on it. And not only that, it's not that they're in on it. The governments actually don't run shit. They're um they're just puppets. 
So yeah, so I started doing um, it was like the Stephen Crowder style, uh, change my mind, but it's called convince me otherwise. So I'd go and sit in a in a city centre with my A frame that like would say like COVID vaccines aren't the answer, convince me otherwise, and just invite people to debate me. Wow. I had a couple of people who like thought what I, like I did. They're like, oh yeah, we'll come join you, we'll come join. I was like, I appreciate it, but actually, I want to do this on my own because I want anyone who thinks they can especially if i'm sat down and i'm at a lower level than them anyone who's got who thinks i'm wrong or stupid is more likely to approach me and tell me that and then engage in a debate if they think they have the upper hand brilliant so i'll just do and sometimes i have crowds come up at one point i was in um the city of bath and i had a crowd of like 50 people whilst me and this person were debating um and then yeah rebel news rebel news saw saw me do that so they offered me a job uh, they liked the fact that I was quite out there, and then they sacked me because I was quite out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you didn't fit the narrative. <laughs> yeah, so then I thought, you know, was you know, I kind of don't want to say like I'm doing God's work, but like you know, I've I, I kind of got this thing where it's yeah. like, oh, I because I I am who I am, I I'm seeing things how they are. I kind of feel like it's almost like a, a sense of duty now. Yeah. So it's like so basically, I went and got a window cleaning business. To basically fund me to do this independently, um, and, and yeah, h- here we are. So like, I was I was out in Davos as an independent, and uh, pissed off some elites. Brilliant. Who was Good. the worst one? The worst in what way? Well, the one that made your skin crawl the most. The one that made your skin crawl the most was possibly. I might have to go last year with Larry Fink because he he completely emotionless. At least like when I was pissing off Tony Blair, like I could see he was shying away from it. And he was he was actively trying not to make eye contact. Whereas Larry Fink, it was almost like I got this sense of him just going. Oh, George! This, if there was no one around now, I just off this fucker right now. <laughs> I just, yeah, and he was just deadpan, just walking on. Uh, so that he, yeah, probably the worst in that sense. But you know, right? I used to always think like lizard people were a bit, a bit far fetched. We all did until until I was sat watching uh, John Kerry mm. in this. Yeah. Uh, it was CNBC basically rented out this church which i thought was a bit of a piss take like you know the devil going into the god's household sort of thing um and because because it was a team of us you know this is when i was with rebel last year some of them were still outside doing all the stuff and i thought i'll actually go and hear what these people have to say it's one thing being out on the street just doorstepping these people but actually let's go and see what these people are saying and i was watching this john Kerry one and i was looking around and everyone seemed to be in a trance Mm-hmm. Just like just absorb it not even really listening to every word he said but just absorbing it and um but every time he sp- like every other sentence he literally just go wow just stick it out there huh it wasn't yeah. like he was licking it like wetting his lips he was just literally yeah. protruding his tongue tongue like a lizard or a chameleon <laughs> I yeah. was like, and then looking at him quite close in the face i'm like you don't look human Oh my God, David Ike was right, <laughs> and then going, oh, I'm fucked, aren't I? I'm so getting suicided. 
So tell tell us tell the audience how many years young you are right now. You know, because we all Mark and I believe we can live to one hundred eight eight a thousand years old. So yeah. to us, it's not like well, I how turned, you know, I turned how thirteen last week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm at, uh, I'm twenty eight. Yeah, yeah, outstanding, mate. Yeah, and, and this is part of what we need. We need everybody else out there to do that. And it's too bad you didn't get your book deal from Rebel News, but uh, Tamara Leach in Canada is going on a cruise with them uh, later on. But oh, um, I know because they they uh, yeah, that that cruise because they um they messaged me like asking really? me about like what dates if I had anything planned in September. I was like, oh why? I went oh because well, it's going to be a Rebel cruise. You know, you you, you might stay away. Go. Yeah, and then um yeah, don't then... drink the Kool Aid. Don't drink yeah. the Kool Aid. Well, I would drink the Kool Aid, but I would take a free cruise. And then, <laughs> <laughs> then I got my marching orders. Do you know what though? Fair play to Rebel, right? Because um, I've been sacked from a job before, and at least they gave me a month's notice. Just <laughs> a weird. Why, why, why did they sack you? Um, so I kept, I, the things I was talking about, uh, they were like, "Oh, it makes us look crazy," blah blah. You know, I was, I'm interested in things like chemtrails and shit they put in the water that you know might be making kids gay <laughs> you know to put it simply um but and but there was it was on the day of the coronation so ezra wasn't happy because i and this was like a, just a genuine journalistic sort of question line of questioning i put on my twitter i was like i, I want to hear from people who are anti-wef but pro-monarchy because you know how how can you be both given how how involved Charles is, and Ezra wasn't happy. He was like, you know, Callum, I know our British audience. Uh, I've been there, and they're all patriotic. They love the royals. I was like, last time you were in the UK, I was I was a royalist. I I, yeah. I, I look you know was patriotic. I was I think actually now, and I actually. Because I, I always respond to like, unless something slips through the cracks, I try and respond to absolutely everything I get online. And and the mood, the mood in the country is yeah. changing. I think if there was a referendum tomorrow, the royalists would win. But like a, a much slimmer margin than if we did this 10 years ago. Well, this is the thing. I mean, I'm a I'm I'm a patriot, but I know, I learned about the royals 30 years ago when I was in the Air Force. And, and, and it just got I learned more and more and more and more. And I did a video the other day on twitter and i said something i can't remember what i said but it was something something good and then I, and then i explained you know well they're not actually human and uh you know that's not the real charles that's not the original and william is the son of the king of um spain and uh the original harry apparently died in a flat in dublin harry hewitt 10 years ago yeah hewitt and um <laughs> and the kind of comments were like yeah yeah i was with you mate until you started slagging off the royals what the fuck are you doing and I was like, yeah. we're not quite there yet, are we? It's just a little shove in that direction. Shifting Which... that way, but yeah, not there yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, one of, one of the ways to get them is through the kids, right? Where you have Saville besties with the royals and the knighting. You know, Mark just put out a video today about politics and the MK Ultra, and that, you know, Margaret Thatcher or him. Ma Michael know, Thatcher. Three, yeah, thank you. Three or four times tried to get Saville knighted, but eventually did. And then in Canada, what we just had over Christmas break, um, a couple of things. Number one, Parliament passed UBI, 
Number two, at British Columbia, judge decided in the uh, corporation. By the way, everybody knows here, Callum, that these are all government uh, governments or corporations. And underneath a federal corporation, you have subsidiary companies of provinces, territory, states. You know, I just had Ricardo Bosi and Guru on from Australia 48 hours ago. So, you know, we're still waking up people in Australia going, wait, we were traded on the stock exchange till 2021. And the Australia Crown Corporation had an investment prospectus and an annual report on a stock exchange. Like, yeah, and that's public out there on the NYSE you can find. Not even about your hidden birth certificates, like that's public. And so over uh, Christmas as well, the RCMP of Canada turned around in police for those of you who don't know yeah minor attracted police um <laughs> right policy enforcement of of security guards uh for the most part again by the way everybody we just want to put this out there with bucket fridays in every bad faction there are good apples so we know there's some good white apples talking about white hats here so don't get trigger party going on on color like of the light white light not dark black Okay, white hats in all of them. But so I'm talking generalization. Politicians all got to fucking go and they're all Nazis. But there's a few good ones every now and then, right? Athletes too and whatnot. Take a look at Matt. You're, you're hanging out with Matt Latessier and so was uh, AJ Roberts in Parliament, right? Uh, just a few months ago. So anyway, RCMP are wiping out clean thousands of pieces of evidence of a place called Picton Pig Farm, which is a 60 acre site just outside of Vancouver, BC where Trudeau lived a couple blocks away with his arrested pedophile roommate. And Trudeau was a frequent at Picton Pig Farm where mostly Aboriginal women, but also prostitutes disappeared. And guess what happens when you ground up human remains? Pigs eat them, right? And so they have all these evidence, all these corpses, and it was only thanks to the Aboriginals who had to put the voice out there and said, the RCMP are trying to destroy thousands of pieces of evidence of crimes against humanity. Surprise, surprise, right? All this going on. So what is, is it with a... Canada? That's where the Queen and Prince Philip took 16 school kids into a woods in 1966. And the yep. kids came back. Yep. Kelowna, British Columbia, Ver and Vernon, BC, they did it. And I mean, you told me the very first interview you and I did, Mark, two years ago, August, you said, well, I was in the RIF, I was 19, and a beautiful girl beside me. And we started flying over Vancouver Island, and you banked the plane. And she went, Hey, you know what? That's where the Satanists live. You went, what do you mean Satanists? I go, right there. There's no roads to get to that satanic castle. It's all underground. And that was what is this in the that, 80s then? That was 1980. I got I got, got full on. Yeah, I got, I got it there. That was 1980, yeah. 1988, I think. Yeah, I was and you know, and I spent the two weeks I was in Canada, I remember going into I don't know, gas stations and stuff thinking. Satanists, Satanists everywhere, right? And it was like, <laughs> yeah, that, that was the start of, I mean, because God puts you in these positions so that you have this knowledge and you become aware of these things so yep. that you can do what you're going to do when the time is there to do it. And yeah, the Canada, 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 Australia, all these places where the monarch had their tentacles in, in Ireland, you know, this place is absolutely insane as well. Um, yeah, mind blowing. Yeah. I'm going to come to that. With, uh, go, yeah, go ahead. Over. Are you coming over anyway? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a documentary on the uh, the immigration stuff. Oh right, brilliant! We'll meet up. Yeah, I'll buy you a yeah, Guinness. definitely. Yeah, he knows what Irish pub not to go and have food at right now. I mean, Mark before he got on was literally laying on the couch with his family because they just you know got poisoned at an Irish pub. So I'll tell you, like, don't go to this one. You know, 
Uh, maybe the farmers can surround that one as well. Yeah, I don't know where they're getting their food from, but it it, it ain't going to end well for that food. Put it that way, because I've had bicarbonate soda, so it's it's going in firm. It's coming out wet. So, but um, <laughs> a little while ago, uh, Tom Numbers uh, displayed a great little pop and did a, a decode on this. The USR fireworks, you know, over the White House back in the day. USR, US for public, you know. And I've been fortunate to have. Uh, doc, talk with Dr. Jan Halper Hayes a couple times, and Herm Ricardo did, did a show. And I've been saying for a year and a half now, even I think since our truth to remark, we chatted about this and a few others, and Katie Rain, you know, like Canada and all the Commonwealth needs to be part of the regentrified US Republic. Because if you look at it, Commonwealth, right, they're stealing the wealth of the commoners, and then they've put these bar association societies. So this is an interesting point. You might want to pick up on too, Calum. You're doing an immigration study. We just saw a video that got reposted again today by one of the big Twitter X kind of truther accounts. And um, they got a guy at the border in California coming across, Chinese guy, and in Chinese, Mandarin, and then also a little translation in English. He was sponsored. They had the words for him to say what to tell the border agent. And then to call a lawyer and the American Bar Association, and it looks like he's being sponsored by the American Bar Association, which we all know the British Accreditation of Registry is based in the city of London. Um, so, yeah, we all need to be part of a republic that first is regentrified and speaks about sovereignty, divine law, natural law, and good human law with inalienable rights. What do you, what's your take on that, my good man? And then Mark definitely chime in. We should talk about a poem that might be suitable to that. Oh, absolutely. Because you just know as well, it's a mega, mega money operation when it comes to, um, you know, even all the people in charge. So, for example, I did a, a documentary in Calais where we were pretending to be, me and my producer were pretending to be a, a charity. Uh, we called it, it was um, Soy Calais. <laughs> <laughs> socialist organized youth um that's awesome uh, so, another another charity when we were doing yeah. stuff came up to went uh excuse me uh what is uh soy calais and in my head i'm going oh it's you you're fucking soy <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> you try not to laugh the whole time that's yeah, brilliant I'm trying yeah. not to laugh. <laughs> but um but the interesting thing is right so if anyone's got snapchat they can go on the snapchat world map and if they look on the north french coastline like where there's a lot of Snapchat activity, it like lights up, okay. and you just click on that. And if you just go through it all, eventually you'll cut. But chances are you'll come across. Uh, it'll be one of the traffickers, literally just filming the people going down the shore, and it'll say the price in the language of which they speak. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So 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 my 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 government can can see that, but then interestingly, so I live I live uh, on Salisbury Plain, which is like the biggest militarized area in you in the UK. Now there are three new housing estates that were built in 2019, which uh, have 917 houses in total. Now Richard Kluwer, the head of Wiltshire Council, and Danny Kruger, my MP, were astounded, yeah. and this is a quote: "Were astounded to hear that there's 1,350 houses, uh, military houses, that are currently unused." So this is in wow. 2023. So. Apparently, these houses were built to put in the uh, the soldiers that are coming back from leaving Germany, mm -hmm. but they've not been filled. So, in this time, they they surely if they built them, they they built them because there was a there was a demand for this supply. 
this demand never came. So they have all these empty houses. They built 917. There's 1,350 unused. And now they're filling them with Afghans. So I see Afghans that walk around here. And the local Facebook groups, there's mothers going, um, who are those, who are those uh, you know, Middle Eastern-looking people taking pictures of our kids outside the school or getting off the bus? Wow. But the interesting thing is, so I, so I, I did a report on it. I can send you a link later. And sure. there is a charity. It's a, um, I think, I think it's called either Housing Homeless Veterans UK or Helping Homeless Veterans UK. And there's a guy there called I think his name is Mark Wood. Anyway, I, I can send you that as well. And his job is to house these uh, former, well, homeless former servicemen and women. Yeah. And for the last nine years, he's written to the veterans minister asking, can we, you know, the, the former service personnel that don't have require full-time support, can we put them in these empty houses just whilst they get back on their feet? Yeah. And they said no, because they're not owned by the government or the public. They're owned by a company called Annington Homes. If you want to look it up, it's A double N I. Annington. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's owned by a private consortium. Yet yeah. suddenly, suddenly they oh yeah, we oh, we can put in we can put in loads of Afghans. That's fine. That's absolutely fine. Which tells me that yeah. they are getting a shitload of, of public money, which you know, no 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 politician just gives that money away if they're not getting something out of it. So to me, it right. it reeks to high heaven that this that the current immigration problem in the UK is it goes right to the top. You know, the politicians, especially when, like when um, uh, James Cleverly, the current uh, home, home secretary, is like, there was a time in uh, December he went, no crossings today, as if it was like a win. It was like 70 mile an hour winds in the English Channel. Like, <laughs> it wasn't that they'd stopped immigration. Wow. It was that a little dinghy would capsize in 70 mile an hour winds. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I'm looking at Annington Homes online. It's annington.co.uk. And it says Armed Forces Family Housing and Annington Homes. Yet, as you're pointing out, we just had it passed as well for in British Columbia. And this is a wake up call I just shared on a show last week. It just got crammed through a bill where they rewrote part of the Land Act for the province company of British Columbia. And they call it a speculation tax because everybody got a letter in a mail who owns property there, commercial and residential, including farmers. And what it says in the speculation tax is due to the housing crisis and the homeless crisis, we are now paying you so that you can take in homeless. Most of these are immigrants, right? There's 600,000 they're flying into Canada on a annual basis this is on this is this is just being flown in at at the canadian dollar taxpayers expense not even the ones that are infiltrate right and then um and then they land and then they just like there you go that's it free they don't even get a phone you know they get a, i think somebody was interviewed and they're like they get 500 canadian and they're like oh yeah, yeah yeah go find a job and that's it so now what it allows them to do is walk up to a home knock on the door complete stranger just got off of, in vancouver airport right chinese national for example knock on a door and say, yes, I have, and by the way, all the information is translated in multiple languages. So they can walk up to a door and ask this. 
and and read out in English, yes, I want to live here. And they're like, who are you? Get the fuck off my land. And they're like, uh, no. They can then call the police department and say, again, like, oh, you know, I'm being harassed and call, you know, racial profiling, whatever it is. And I want to live there and I need a place to live. And under this tax land act they wrote, guess what? If you don't comply, you get charged. Then you could go to jail and then they can foreclose on the home. All part of you, know, you own nothing and be Jesus happy. Christ. And there's 420 as of a year ago, 420 cities across Canada signed up for the 15 minute city, smart city agenda. And we just saw last week when Tucker was in Canada, in Edmonton, Alberta, talking about, I'm going to liberate Canada. Those are his words. That's even the word on the Tucker Carlson rubble show, right? I'm, we are liter liberating Canada. A 13-year-old girl was brought in the hospital with her parents because she was told that you have cancer. So she went in, her parents brought her in to get checked. They left because they said, we need to admit her overnight. Now, this is a recording went out there, allegedly. I'm going to keep saying allegedly. It's all over the internet. I've shared it. Big, 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 multi-million, you know, Twitter feeds are sharing it. And... They recorded the staff at Edmonton Hospital because there's over 50,000 they've euthanized in Canada already under medical assistance and death. Medical staff coercing her to sign an affidavit. She signed it. This part's been validated by others. And parents came back an hour later. She was dead. You're like, well, your daughter chose maid. Well, she's 13. So Canada is still lowering it to 12. Now, whether that's a white hat operation and a PSYOP or not, um, we've got people out there who say you have mated my husband, my son, my wife, my child, whatnot, and organs being harvested, right? And they're about to pass and they pa they're passing it now in Australia and they're about to pass it in Canada too. That again, full-term abortions, just like in California, full-term plus two weeks abortions, right? Have it to nine months, suck the brains out and harvest the organs and go sell them on the black market. So that's where we are, right? It's full-on Satan out in the open, spiritual warfare. Yeah. Well, you know, you mentioned that about, you know, abortions. So my my ex, she got rid of ours at 23 weeks. If it was born at that time, would have a 95% viability rate. And I don't even know where she is. Not the ex. I don't care, give a shit what she is. I mean, like, you yeah. know, what would have been my daughter? And you think, fucking hell. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know where yeah. she's gone. Yeah. Mark's father of five. And, you know, and, and uh, God bless his seed. You know, because we definitely need more because the life expectancy of Canadians right now just released by Health Canada, the same ones that are killing you or at least telling you life expectancy in Canada for the first time since World War II has dropped. And now Canadian life expectancy is two and a half years less than the average. And the province of Alberta alone last year is a 500 percent increase in unknown deaths that they've been classifying unknown deaths. since yes. Yeah, he was, was the highest. Unknown deaths was right. the highest form of cause of death, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't know, right? Yeah. And an interesting thing you might want to know about um, the whole immigration thing here as well in the UK. So there's a guy who's uh, been throwing acid on people in London. Have you heard about this? No. Yeah. So he had his asylum application rejected twice. So still in the UK somehow, despite having been rejected twice. He's been convicted of sexual assault. And then on the third time of trying, he's now been granted asylum because he's converted to Christianity and he'll be persecuted if he goes home. But for anyone who thinks that, did he just say that? Yes, he's been convicted 
of yeah. sexual assault, and the UK have gone, oh, well, he's in danger if he goes home. Never mind the girls that are in danger here. But, it's, but again, when right. we did um, we did some I did some filming for Rebel News in Ireland, and I spoke to a woman who she was violently raped in a taxi. She was pretending to be a taxi driver. She he he knocked her out. I literally hit her head off the dashboard. She's out cold. Had his way with her. Um, he was previously convicted. This guy in Austria for rape. He was previously wanted in Ireland for the attempted rape of a Canadian student, yet managed to leave Ireland, go to Austria, come back to Ireland, despite being wanted in Ireland and also previously convicted in Austria. Like these people, if 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 the if I you know avoided tax, sorry, evade tax, the police would be in hell. There'd be no way of getting away with that. Yet, hey, you want to go rape some girls? It's fine. Yeah, you crack on some. I just had a show with uh, Kevin Johnston. And uh, yeah, it's all disgusting. And it's all over. And it's every country. Kevin Johnston is running for his candidate for mayor of a city in outside Toronto called Mississauga. Happened to be where I was born. About 1.2, 1.6 million population, depending on the time you're counting it. He has to run it from Costa Rica. Because there's a religious fatwa on his head, and he's been stabbed seven times and smashed over the head with a brick while he boarded the plane to flee Ontario because he's traced a whole bunch of terrorist funding networks through the current mayor, um, Bonnie Crombie, at that city council, all the way up to Trudeau. And I get, pardon me if I'm wrong, Imam, uh, but anyway, they placed a religious fatwa on his head for the entire province of Ontario. So he literally saw my show um, and he's got his own show on Rumble too, Kevin Johnson. He's like, I literally, if I step off the plane in Ontario, the Ontario Provincial Police will arrest me, throw me in jail, but not to protect me, but because I've been speaking out against this and exposing the Masons and the satanic woke pedophilia and the terrorist connections. They want me. So not to protect me against an open, publicized religious fatwa, assassination for murder and assassination attempts that he's had. And he's like, and if I win for the candidate of mayor of, of Mississauga, I'm coming back. And he has part of his campaign. He goes, we call it the Brass Knuckle Brigade. And I'm announcing it publicly. And we're removing all the law enforcement and the police. And we're going to hire only guys who are six feet taller, uh, six feet or taller. They have to be able to deadlift 500 pounds because I can deadlift 500 pounds. They have to be able to bench 275 because I can bench 275. There's none of these exposed tattoos, no makeup, none of this, no man buns. You are a real man, six feet taller. And you can actually hold your own and we'll train you properly to uphold law, not legalese, law. And we're going to have a brass knuckles brigade out of that police department. I will choose and you'll wear carbon fiber knuckles. And whenever we see a, somebody try to push a drag queen story time through in our city, that per person will be beaten within an inch of their life, but they will live. We will publicly name them and shame them. And then they will go to jail. And then they will get jailhouse justice and hopefully a jailhouse that, of our choosing. That's part of his campaign right there, right? I disagree with that because, because I'm 5'7". That sounds like a great job. <laughs> <laughs> wear, wear some platform shoes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they might think it's heels and then kick my head in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Can exactly. I interrupt you? So I've just been listening to that with great interest. Firstly, that thing you just said about with that campaign. Um, yeah. Have you, have you, uh, Brad, heard of Kevin Kevin Annett? No. So he's he's the guy that um, created the Republic of Kanata. He's the guy who exposed and tried in um, in a proper court in Brussels the last Pope Ratzinger and the Queen and Prince Philip, and they got found guilty, and then Ratzinger resigned wow. straight after. Resigned straight wow. after that. Wow. So Kevin Annett's had people for the last 10, 15 years. I was looking for one of his books um, on how to be a be a proper conspiracy theorist and do something about it, yeah. uh, which he wrote, he wrote a few years ago, something like that. He, he'd be, you need to speak to him and get those guys Love together because, because he's been he's been creating, um, you know, citizens arrest type people for a long time. And the big... The big issue, I mean, it's like when Callum was next. I'd, what I'd really like to know from Callum is how many of those people you thought were the originals. But we can come back to that in a minute because there's another thing I noticed, and I'm only bringing this up because it's my job. But on the Annington.co.uk website, it says, what does it say? It says they have helped over 17,000 homeowners, home buyers. And every time I see the number 17, I get a little squiggle because yeah. it's usually a com. So that's yeah. interesting because if that is what's going on, because the, the information I'm, I'm sure getting is that all, you know, it's all gone. Oh, there. <laughs> the information I'm getting is that the, this, this whole thing that we've been witnessing since at least, I think, before 2016 is one massive sting operation in 3D. In, in in a spiritual sense, we've already won and we have to watch it play out. I truly right. believe I truly believe that the 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 souls that have come here to be raped and murdered and stuff like that, they've that's that's their sacrifice for the rest of us because we have um it, th this whole thing has been designed to save as many souls as possible. You know, and yeah. I said I said on my show when I first started it four years ago that if you read the project for the new American century. 20 years ago you'd know that 2017 most of us were supposed to be wiped out in a nuclear war anyway which is yep. why they had all the fema camps which is why they all the guillotines yep. everywhere which yep. is so you know I'm, I'm 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 just throwing in my apocalyptic op optimistic viewpoint to some of these points and um the 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 other thing i want to ask you too as well was that when you you know we would before callum came on we were talking about Janine doing that video, and I said she was getting the name wrong of somebody. Well, she was getting Tucker Carlson's name wrong uh, when yes, she was yes. talking about that video about Liberate Canada. Because yeah, when I did yeah. the show with her, she was calling him Carlton Tuckerson. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, well, no, because I know her quite well, I'm thinking, you know, she, she often picks up when, and I said to her, when I yeah, saw that yeah. video, I thought it, would, it didn't seem like him, it seemed like AI. And, and I'm starting Very to different. see more videos like this. So Andrew Bridgen, MP in the UK shared a video, I think yesterday or the day before of a nurse talking about COVID and go, why is this happening? Blah, blah, blah. And I watched it and I was like, she's reading from a script. This, there's something off here. Um, so I just want to see what you guys, your thoughts on those, because I'm, I'm seeing a lot of even deeper, deeper webs being revealed and exposed at the moment. And I'd just be interested to know what you think about the fake people in um, yeah. Davos about the AI Carlton Tuckerson video and that nurse video. I don't know if you both saw that. Did you see that video, Callum, that nurse? 
I think I've seen that. Uh, what I've I've not listened to it, but I think I know the one you're on about. Um, is it in like a per- fairly poorly lit room? Yeah, yeah. She's in a yeah. nurse's outfit, and there's bits coming up on the screen. I'm not. Yeah, look, I've, I've not. Might, I've not watched be, it yet. I've. I might be completely wrong, it. and I'm not trying to. You know, it's just I, 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 I learned to not trust fucking anything a long time ago. So. Well, yeah. No, I'm. I'm, I'm like that as well now. But you know, because I remember. Um, yeah, because some people were saying, I remember actually, was it, was it Mark Devlin? Yeah, the DJ. Yes. You're sorry? Mark Devlin, the DJ, and yeah. Yeah, because he, he was, um, so last year when I went there with Rebel News, he was like, oh, Rebel News, they're, they're controlled, controlled media, you know, how would you get that close? How would you get that, you know, you can't get that close to these people. I'm like, why didn't someone just ask us? Like, as in, like, No, you can, Callum, you can. That's the I, good, I, good. I met, I met, Donald, Trump. Really I met Donald Trump last year. Right? Yep. I, I drove to his hotel and I walked straight up to him and I had five minutes with Eric. Nobody searched me. Nothing. Yeah. I was fil- I was filming, taking pictures. Well, for most of it. We got told to turn them off at one point, but it's like, it's like, like God wins. Da- Davos, Davos is it's it's like one of the best best place defend best defensive places like in the world, really. I think that's why they have it. It's hard right. to get to. It's like one long street, you know, because uh, that video when I was with Tedros, so why didn't you take him out there and then? I went, well, you know, I've got a decent, I've got a decent punch. So at best I'd have knocked him out. But the snipers on the roof would have dropped me and I wouldn't have got up. <laughs> and or, yeah. and, and you know, best, best case scenario is Tedros's nose looks a bit bad for the rest of his life. <laughs> but I'm dead. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think these are... The, the real people because you know Tedros gave me a weird look there's um I even when I was editing the video actually and I paused it this this weird look he gave me it looked he looked a lot like Bill Cosby but the interesting was the look he was giving me was the look Bill Cosby gives to yeah. someone when he can see they're getting sleepy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I but, think you um, said do in the interview. Look at this guy. I think I got to check my water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I think I, I yeah, I feel. Although I tell you what, Greta's an interesting one. Mm. Greta or Greg? Isn't it her name, Greg? Now, <laughs> is it? <laughs> but that's the thing. It looks like a little boy in person. That's why I think it's great. Well, it will be because she comes from a satanic family, so she'll be an inverted sex anyway. Yeah. But no, the weird thing is, also looks eighty percent human. Like, mm. doesn't look like a, a weird animal or something, but but just doesn't. I got this feeling of you're like us, but you're not us. It was a, it was a strange one. It was a strange one. John Kerry in person looks Trust weird. That. Well, he yeah. got he got swapped out ages ago. And do, do you remember? I don't know. Do you remember? It was the night of the election in 2016. John Kerry, who was he wasn't he was high up, wasn't he? Uh, in in yeah. that in that Secretary uh, of State. Yeah, in that government, and he got. Because I place. asked him. I asked him the other day. I went. Sorry. Um. I, I said because with this when he it's not. Now. It's not just me, Mark. Yeah, so you're worse. You're worse. <laughs> I said to him, I went, I went. Um, so your daughter's here this this year. Um, you know, a lot of my American followers and a lot of my American followers don't actually know about this, but I was like, you know, I, I play as though they've told me to ask. A lot of my American followers want to know about, you know, when when your daughter created a so-called health organization, 
that got $9 million in US tax money, so public funding, when you were Secretary of State? Is that not a conflict of interest? And also, when that contract was renewed, how was there no competition? With those sorts of figures, there should surely be competition for that contract. Can you explain that, Mr. Gary? <laughs> and the lizard just walked on. Yeah. You wanna... Just like a snake did... testing the air, you know, with the tongue coming out. Exactly. <laughs> did, did you know that he went to Antarctica the night of the election? Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, he was posting that too, Mark. Yeah. What a place to go. Oh, no, it's a comp. Right. Yeah. But they all got the, 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 the I mean, that's not the original John Kerry. No, no way. Well, I feel bad now because this is two years on the trot. I've I've looked him out to piss him off, and if it's not him, I feel a bit bad. Well, no, it could well be. It could well be the same consciousness, but it's certainly a different, yeah. a different face. Is hundred percent. Literally, as he walked down the road, I just went. Oh, I was like, there he is, and stood in the middle of the street in Dallas. I went, John, remember me from last year? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what what kind yeah. of security? Awesome. What kind of security was there, Callum? Did you get frisked? Uh, any he, point on the way in he had a lot a fair bit of security um no no so so where i was it was it's public highway but you see this doesn't make sense does it if you think about yeah. it there is there's it, a section where, where the congress center is they mm -hmm. do have armed and you have to have the lanyard to get in or you're not getting yeah but in. do you get i mean you could you stick a fucking gun up your ass and pull it out at the last oh minute? yeah and i yeah, i, I half I expected mean. i half expected that to happen this year because i think last year in total just from like without taking into considering other people downloading and re-uploading on their own platforms, we got like over 30 million views. You did. Well done. Yeah, Rebel News last year when we were there. Oh, yeah. Right. And I half expected this year someone who'd lost everything to kind of go, well, you know what? I'm going to go yeah. out swinging. That's yeah. what I mean. That, they, they can clearly get that close. You know, at one point I was a matter of meters from Douglas Emhoff, you know, Kamal Harris's husband. Because hmm. I, I said to him, I went, why are you here? You're just the husband. <laughs> <laughs> no one voted for you. You're making decisions that affect the rest of us. Like, you're just the husband. Why are you here? Yeah. The point was, because um, the rebel guys, they, I don't know why. They, they like, then just, they fold in for a bit and ask some, like, pointless questions. Like, oh, you're going to vote for Trump? It's like, all right, that'd be funny if you kind of add some other useful stuff in there as well. Um, and they left him alone. So it was kind of just me and this German guy. So I kept walking with him and uh, one of his like entourage, she comes over and uh, oh yeah. Cause I, I, I said, um, cause I, I asked, what was it? I was like, Oh, in America, you know, when you keep talking about uh, the most secure election, is that Orwellian doublespeak? Because you never say fair and transparent. You always say the most secured election, secure election. Is that because you secured the victory? And at that point, one of his minions, she comes over and goes, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, well, I'm asking a question. She went, there's time for that later. I'm like, no, no, real questions. The stuff that real people want to hear. Not not the agreed press that asks the you know the yeah. questions you agree yeah. on. Real questions. I went, so can you answer them? No, 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 we're not doing this. I was like, well, why not? Come on, we've got time. And, um, and I saw him the next day. And I thought, you know what? Out of respect of the restaurant owners, I'm not going to doorstep him here. Yeah. But I looked at him. <laughs> <laughs> and he just went. <laughs> I said, like, "Oh my god, some yeah. Brit, some five foot seven small Brit, is living in the head 
of the second gentleman. <laughs> friend, friend. <laughs> but my mate, my mate who I got to go out with me, uh, AJ's friend as well, loves Trump, wears his MAGA hat everywhere. I was like, oh, John, just, just put your hat on. Just yeah. walk over there and then turn to your left. And he went and did it, and he went, oh, I saw him. He did not look happy. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, because you guys are shining the light of truth, right? Like Veritas. Veritas is Latin for truth. And and when you're bringing the truth, you're literally surrounded by that light, the divinity, call it what it's want, angels as well, God, you're walking in Jesus's light. And, they, and it can't be touched. Like you've just proven that there. Mark has proven it many times. I mean, the demons tried to recruit him uh, when he was a child. And that book behind him is God Wins. That's what he gave to Eric Trump when he went to meet with the Donald up in Scotland at his golf course last last year, which is a brilliant a brilliant video as well that uh, Kieran uh, documented. Sort of give a I, shout Ireland. out to Kieran. Ireland. Uh, Ireland. Excuse me. My apologies. Ireland. That's right. And um, and so one thing, a couple of things you guys will probably love this because you haven't heard of it over there. You know, Norman Traversy, uh, incredible, incredible man. I've had him on the show many times. So in 2003, he got the Governor General Award as a nationally recognized firefighting hero. And then they kicked him out and then they cut off his benefits and they cut off his pay and they gave him, you know, uh, 18 times the amount more of painkiller medication than anybody could take. Basically the level of a horse and he couldn't get out of his pain um, because in one of the fires, you know, building dropped on him. He dropped through another building and he was climbing up a, a rig that had turned over and effed up, fucked up his back. I can say it, it's fucking Fridays. And, um, and anyway, so they pushed him to the curb and he started exposing the, this again is the city of Mississauga. It's interesting, no coincidences. So again, where I was born, where he was a, a city firefighter guy who said, I can crack off 150 push-ups at that time, no problem a nationally decorated hero who then exposes the fire chief and the deputy fire chiefs for other things like fraud at that time, pushed aside, right? Washed away, personally thanked by Donald Trump in 2020. And why did that happen? And this is a buildup for anybody in the Commonwealth to understand the power that you have just as a person speaking out like you see these men here before you. Norman criminally sued for the first time. He compiled all the evidence of the Trudeau government 2018 when they were doing something called SNC Lavalin. Won't go into it because every country has the same thing. The UK has it where those in parliament and those in power vote in. You just heard it here with what you said, uh, Callum, about the story with Carrie and his daughter. They vote into power and then they choose their buddies who have the businesses and award them the rich government lucrative contracts. And any small guy has no hope unless you're in the club. So what Norman did is he criminally sued the Trudeau government and the RCMP criminal lawsuit actually filed and he got to serve Trudeau in person, Norman Traversy, and Trudeau's team stepped aside and allowed him to serve him that. His security team allowed him to serve him this notice in Ottawa, 2018. Now, Norman in 2020, on July 1st, Canada Day at 12 o'clock, walked over to the US Embassy. At the request, they could phone him and said, would you mind bringing us all of the evidence you have, make duplicates, triplicates, and brief us? So he did. The Mexican Embassy, same thing. He did. Then he got a letter from Trump thanking him thanking him for all of the evidence. So one man decided to criminally sue them. Then what has he just done? 
He is now also criminally suing them. He did it in 2022, and they stayed it, criminally suing them for crimes against humanity, treason, fraud, child sex trafficking. Trudeau and the RCMP filed and registered the lawsuit. When he went to show, make his appearance, they locked him out of court, Ottawa courthouse, and then they decided to dismiss it without him even being there. This is on record and recorded. Now that they've turned back the Emergency War Measures Act and said Trudeau invoked all that Emergency Wars Measures Act on bounty castles with kids down in Parliament, he's reopening the lawsuit and every Canadian can join for like nothing and make it tens of millions class action lawfare. Now, Mark and I are very well versed in this, and Callum, you might be a little bit as well, too, on sovereignty. We talk about the, they say it's an NGO, a government, but it's really a business entity. What Norman also owns, because he found an awesome, he calls it heroic mischief, and he said it's better than protesting. And Lee Dundas has said that, too. When I had her on a show uh, with Norman as well and Ricardo Bosi, just stand up as her book, Lee Dundas. She said, better than protesting and better than convoys are the lawfare, but it's also important you do that too. You stand up, be counted. And what he found is, he goes, I found in 2022, the Queen's printer in Canada registers the copyright of whatever act that business entity, federal government business entity, provincial government business entity, and municipalities, they, they, you can buy the copyright. He goes, so I went in and I bought the copyright to the Criminal Code of Canada. I own the criminal code. I bought the copyright to the Firearms Act of Canada. I own the criminal code. And he's suing, the, for example, the Attorney Generals of Ontario for copyright infringement. He's like, you're, you're collecting money on firearms licenses. I've already notified you multiple times that I am the owner of the act and you have, you're infringing on my copyright. And this is part yeah. of bringing it on. And one other thing we just exposed on the show last week, and again, he's done the work. I'm just so grateful people come here and go, here's the information I have, kind of go through it, vet the information, pull up, check government website. So in Ontario, the province, and all of you in the UK and Ireland, Scotland, listen up to this, Australia, New Zealand, everybody on their uh, English-speaking Commonwealth for sure, uh, province of Ontario Municipal Act, Mark's, Mark's going to love this number, Section 17. I have the link posted on the show with Norman. It's out there for everybody to verify it. It's there. Section 17 of the Ontario Municipal Act of the province states, A, no municipality shall ever charge taxes. Anybody paying property taxes right now? FYI. Yes. B, <laughs> My no <kind> municipality. <laughs> fucking right, eh? No I'm municipality. Section D, part B, shall never go into debt. NC shall never give or receive loans. So municipality can't charge taxes, shall not go into debt or give or receive loans. And we're like, right there, everybody. This was the show last week. Here's your simple call to arms. First thing is you march in together. Don't go by your own because you'll probably disappear or be suicided. Go in, march into your mayor's office, treasurer's office, and the city councilor meeting and demand a minimum of seven years back on all the taxes you paid right now with interest. But even if you just sell for that, that's number one. Number two, you bring in the police department and you bring in, unfortunately, you have to rely on them still too, right? The RCMP. And you file a criminal investigation number for financial fraud for all of the province under the province of Ontario. By the way, this has every province in Canada has this. It's just not buried in Section 17 of the Ontario Municipal Act. Go to Alberta, go to BC. They have this, right? So there's another one. And here's another way you can stand up. 
and this is goes for everybody around the world. Norman goes, as I'm refiling my lawsuit against Trudeau and the RCMP for treason, crimes against humanity, crimes against children, sex trafficking, and fraud, sedition. And then the list goes on from there. Those are the biggest ones, right? Malfeasance, aggravated assault, you name it. Every Canadian can join me in their own lawfare too, because you can go into your small claims court and for like 80 to 120 bucks, whatever it is in Canada, you can file a small claim and make it for $10,500. And you have to personally name Trudeau, personally name Christian Freeland, personally name the province of Alberta Premier Danielle Smith, personally name Jagmeet Singh, the Deputy Premier, personally name the Chief Justice David Lametti, who just resigned with all of this, but you can personally name them and they have to personally respond. So imagine if 38 million Canadians, let's just say 25 million of them are adult 18 and over, file a small claim of $10,500 against all those names and more for malfeasance and for financial fraud, for closing their businesses and causing this, right? And then you also can file a small claim against the municipality. So get your property taxes back, plus file a small claim, plus file the criminal code number. Like they'd be done. We, and we keep putting this out there. And I'm just wondering <laughs> if anybody's, you know, they listen, they might love and like the show, but what are you doing? No, so things, just, are getting, things are getting done. In a couple of hours, I'm putting out a video that's going to be about 10 minutes long, which yeah. goes goes through a 46-page um, contract between Pfizer and the UK government that proves that not only did they know it didn't work, but did they know that it was killing people, did, you know, and they're completely culpable. And that's being put out by Mark Sexton, and he's going to put it out on my Twitter account later and everywhere. Right and every time we just take another little step, another little step, it's, yeah. it's if we think about it from a consciousness point of view, it is it's really is you know I keep getting I got a vision four years ago. It was like a petri dish in a biology class. It's like the whole thing is just going to go like that because yeah. it's just but it's every you know anybody watching this just if you've got just find the courage go and do what Callum's done to do do what we're doing just get up and yeah. start speaking because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter yeah. about you. It's about, you know, we want to save the human race here. These people murder 22,000 yeah. children every fucking day. You know, it yeah. doesn't matter. Nothing matters. This is the only game in town. Yeah. And that's the reason why I do it. Like you mentioned that I like, go do it like calendars. I loved working as an actor. I would, I would much rather be on stage doing comedy. Yeah. Than, like, as in, like I, I do this almost to kind of show like, well, one, I want the truth myself. I thought if I'm going to get the truth, I might as well take my camera. <laughs> And like, I, I kind of want to inspire other people to. Uh, well, you are. It's brilliant to go to go out about. there and like look for these things yourself. But yeah. you mentioned a, a second ago, Brad, about how you know why, why aren't more people, you know, do, doing this? You know, they like the show, they subscribe. Why aren't they? Do I was thinking exactly that because I went to. Um, so Tommy Robinson was airing his fifth episode of The Rape of Britain in Telford. Yeah. Now I've got fifteen thousand followers on Twitter, and I was, I think, the highest ranking media there basically wow and it was like no, not even not even like gb news there absolutely wow. no one was there but if it's a story about charles his left bollock his prostate all the media all over that yet young girls are being raped on a daily basis and there's no one and i i the thing that kind of disheartens me a little, i get less disheartened these days but this is one of those things that still does get to me it's like the amount of men 
in the UK. Mm. That, 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 at the very least, you could go to one of these public viewings and almost kind of make your face known that this isn't all right. There was no. over a th- there was well over a thousand people there the other day, but yeah, like the age of men in the UK is it, it's, it's, it's worldwide. I mean, I've been you know it's great to see a twenty eight year old full of testosterone yep. and out there doing it. It's Ice brilliant. baths and zinc. That's what I was going to say. That's what I'm saying. There you go. Because you know, you know, I've got, I've got five kids. The eldest is 19, and getting those, avoiding the vaccines and avoiding the bad food and avoiding, you know, that's the the chemical. Like you said earlier, chemical alterations to make them. You know, when I was when I was 10, going to watch my dad play football in the changing rooms, every bloke was huge with fucking hair everywhere, and they're not, they don't exist anymore. And it's yeah. like, yeah, you know, the men have been deliberately targeted. And they got bellies and boobs. Yeah, they fit that emoji. Yeah, and they're fucking useless. I mean, it's like, you know, the women are the real warriors. And it's just yep. been, like, amazing that um, any, seeing anybody. Oh, look, I don't think it's male. Anybody that stands up, find the courage and just do it. Because, it's, you know, it's, do you want to live in their new world order? That's the what it comes down to. But I still come back to the same thing we have already dodged the biggest bullet. We were supposed to be dead, you know, seven years ago, and we're not. Yep. So that's why it's an absolute privilege to be here at this time to witness this. And you do fantastic stuff, Callum, and from amazing ground. I wish I, if I didn't have kids, I'd be with you. But I'm, I'm yeah. gonna have to, I have to, I burnt a lot yeah, of, no, uh, uh, I maybe make some of, more. Well, yeah. I mean, when I, I went to the States for a month with you and, and that, 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 that was a lot of brownie points. I had to, <laughs> spent a year claiming back but it's um you know it's it's just amazing everybody should be just do something even if it's you don't have to speak out online just um just yeah. t- like callum said just turn up to these things i mean when tommy robinson came to ireland last year to make a film about the plantation um i i drove over to dublin to interview him and uh, we spent a, an evening together and he's an absolutely fucking amazing bloke and then yeah, weirdly, yeah. you know, and I, you know, in 10 years ago, I'd, I'd have thought the same as most people. Oh, he's a racist, blah, blah, blah. Because I just didn't know enough, right? And then I, I was in Tenerife last year and um, I saw him post something. And I said, are you in Tenerife? He said, yeah. I said, so am I. And we met up for lunch again. And it was just like strange coincidences. Like, There's no such thing as a coincidence. But when you actually see him with his friends and, you know, he's there with his friends and his friends are Asian. <laughs> it's yeah. like, this is it like was, Britain's biggest racist. Church in Telford. Yeah. It was yeah, such what? a broad church. Yeah. This is Britain's biggest racist. What? Doesn't make any sense. And then <laughs> if you actually listen to him, he makes complete sense. And he's been through hell. And yeah. people don't, and, and people, people are so easily swayed. We were, the pub that made me ill earlier, we were sat there. I think what actually made me ill is that they had a fucking TV on playing RTE. And mm. my girls were watching it and reading the headlines out to me. And I was going, oh, <laughs> it does literally make the frequency of it. Spellcasting. It's unbelievable what people are believing. And then I told yeah. them a story. I was in the shop getting some stationery for one of the girls the other day. And I was supposed to get a little sewing kit for one of my boys. And there was this uh, little old Irish lady with her 50-odd-year-old son. And um, she's, she's, he's going, he's going, no, no, ma'am. They've not got any. They've not got any sewing needles. And she turns to her and she goes, "Is it Brexit? Is that why?" And I'm like, "Oh, for fuck's sake! It's yeah. just, it's mind blowing how easy it is. It's just yeah. unbelievably easy." But we'll cut through it. We're going to be good. Well, I want to, um, as we wrap up here, gentlemen, make sure that we got enough time to properly plug the conscious 
and amazing content you both produce so people can see that. So we'll go over to the websites here yeah. and whatnot BBC. as well. BBC.co.uk. <laughs> <laughs> One day, right? One day. <laughs> yeah, we got to hit that, like, you know, try to get the flasher of that button. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll call my production assistant next time, lighting camera special effects. I don't know why I don't have that here with me today, you know. I got a new, ca I got a new lighting system and I was, I was trying to put it up five minutes before with a stomachache yeah. going, not a good time. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody yeah. knows what you're supposed to do with this i'd love to know yeah well dude, that looks like one of those no it's an elephant's condom yeah. <laughs> vibrator right <laughs> plug it in is that, energy. is that is that just like one big light i don't know what it is yet because i haven't opened it up i don't know it's like a stage it. light yeah. somebody said to me buy this and better lights and i was like all right yeah i'll try that out because i've never really gone professional this is the most professional thing i've ever done in my life if yeah. um if if that light is like she said. bright or gives you like a, a reflection in your glasses, um, get some like some form of like white boarding, and have the light onto that because then that'll brighten you up, but without like the oh, good diffusing. This is a, a whole diffuser. New, another career for you after after all this shit's over. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. We've Callum's, got a lot. Callum's studio tips. <laughs> That's a course. Oh, That's a winner. Oh, Carlson uh, Tuxen. Uh, real quick before we jump in and give uh, give the visual plugs to all of your stuff. And um, so in a week last week, all the videos that he dropped, if you look at it, if anybody does a frame by frame, side by side, completely different. Every day he dropped new videos. It's me and it's Jordan Peterson. It's me about the border issue. It's me in Canada, whatever. A very different image. Well, you mean a different Tucker? Yeah. Well, if you look at, if you look at Ariel on Twitter, do you read him? No. Oh, Ariel, pro, proletarian, proletarian, Ariel. Yes, absolutely. Yep, I think. Yeah, well, he, he's calling out Tucker as one of the bad guys. Yeah, Big Steve Forsyth sends me these WhatsApps. Oh, yeah. I, I've got loads twenty of to eighty of them a day from from yeah. Steve, and God bless him for what he does, right? And I know you know Steve too, <laughs> and he's just like Comet Pizza, Tucker, Comet Pizza. You know, he's been replaced. And you know what? And everybody has to be open to that might be true right now. And then yeah, and then whatever it is, or if it's still the guy, and if it was never Comet Pizza is playing a role, fine. You know, because at the end of the day, and Mark's already said this, it's about saving the kids. It's about the next generation. And I'm on the Alliance of Indigenous Nations. So every every other week we meet and they always speak about, they open with prayer and then song. And then, then it's usually 90 minutes to two hours and then close with song and then prayer. What an amazing way to open it, right? Worldwide from Siberia, Mongols and Siberia, all the way to the uh, Maori nation in New Zealand and everything in between. Incredible, right? African nations on a Zoom, everybody. And so they always bless the prayer seven generations forward. Yeah. So what we do today is to make sure that seven generations from now, there's more prosperity. And it goes back to the old adage. I, I remember growing up, they'd say, you know, leave the earth better than you found it. Better, right? Whatever you do in this lifetime, serve you. Got, you know what I got know. told? You know what I got told? If you don't clean that fucking bedroom, I'm going to hit you into next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had something similar from, from the Polish-Ukrainian father. Yeah. Ancient wisdom. Ancient wisdom. <laughs> But, you know, it worked, right? Like, I mean, not that we have to go around and say we're going to hit our kids or anything, but, uh, you know, like like there's a consequence of not 
of doing something and creating good well, yeah. habits. Yeah, I, I said that. I remember when um when uh when when Ezra sacked, but he was being he was being an ass before. I, I said to my producer, like, Do you, I, I think he's controlled was, opposition, one hundred percent. I'm just putting it out there. They're controlled punished. opposition, I believe. We, yeah, but like, I I don't think he's ever been punched. I think every man needs to get punched. In I life. agree. I agree. It's like a right of like it's how you learn boundaries, isn't it? You go, yeah. oh, I went a bit too far there. It's not good to get punched. But I think every yeah, I think most people you see who are assholes like just proper I, I don't think they've ever been my, my son got my son got detention the other day for punching a mate in the corridor and uh he didn't want to tell me and then I, I was in the car with him and I said how hard did you punch him and he went well quite hard but not fully hard and I went well I'm still proud of you He's well like, I, I got into a scrap I got into a scrap at school where um there was this lad he was picking on my mates and uh I went to him you know pick, pick on someone your own size I did yeah. not expect him to then go okay I want to fight you. I was like, oh shit, well, it's on now, isn't it? <laughs> and we had, we had this scrap, and um, obviously I won. Uh, yeah, yeah. But then, like, word got out, and the head teacher had me in his office, like, right, right, calm, you know, you can't be doing this. I went, yeah, but if I'm in the situation again, I'm going to have to, because he's like, he's like, Callum, stop saying that out loud. I know why you're doing it. Just stop saying that out loud. But weirdly, we all then got on really well. Yeah, because it does something. It's a right of hierarchy was established. Yeah. 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 Kind of lined you up. Yeah. Good tussles. You know, there's a lot of brothers that grow up and they've beaten the snot out of each other and they're probably closer for it. Right. Because they just kind of get out of the system, know what they stand for, and there's still that love. So um, you want to know about father son relations? Go and listen to A Boy Named Sue by Johnny Cash. Oh, Johnny Cash. Right on. Or, yeah. or James Hewitt's autobiography. <laughs> callumsmiles.com what's that, what's that what's that one called is uh, the <laughs> a wank with the princess <laughs> that, is it that one ginger pubes that's my next my that's my next journalism trip ginger pubes <laughs> in my tea we found we found the the way to make mark's stomach feel better <laughs> it, does. it works i get forced on the podcast to start talking <laughs> Next thing, we should do this again for a few hours with some drinks. It'll be good. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Well, look, yeah. Um, yeah. Callum, get in touch with me. Let's, let's hook up when you're in Ireland. And, um, yeah, I'm going to do, do a general email distribution so you guys are connected. And uh, shout out to Nicole, you know, Mark, you get, as designer. So there's a brand new thumbnail for this. People are going to see very shortly when this posts. Nicole, and you've been working so for Brad. Nicole. You fucking dirty bitch. What? Yeah, She's yeah. cheating on me. Well, I pay her in Indian rupees because it's oh, worth more good. than US dollars. So, you know, she's pretty happy. I went and bought some Vietnamese dong today. Apparently that's good. good. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Went, literally, I went into the uh, into the currency exchange and went, um, give me <laughs> give me my dong. <laughs> in Australia, that means something dong. else different, eh? Just <laughs> like, England. You grab my dong, smoke my dong. <laughs> yeah. It, it's interesting how different countries mean different things. You know, Mark, Would you like Mark... to deposit some dongs, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. You're like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, just awesome. Inches, you know? please. Thank you. Mark well, has I'm a bit that he did about a fag. Dog. He's like, hey, you know, if I if I call it a fag in England, I'm I'm talking about a cigarette. But if I say fag in the United States, then it's a totally different. Oh, thing. No, we we also yeah. call that as yeah, well. It's okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well, so that funny. was. I'm gonna tell Callum that story because when I, when I did the states, it was all vaccines. This, so I got all the fake papers done. I queued up, and they were fucking stopping everybody. American immigration. And then yeah. they got to me. They got to me. They did the thumbprint, the thing. And the guy just looked at me and said, "Have you got any tobacco on you?" 
And I went, oh, weird question. And I looked down and went, yeah, I've got some fags in my bag. And he said, we don't use that word here. Welcome to America. And that was it. <laughs> Way he did. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. That's awesome. Yeah, great on, mate. All right, Callum, where can everybody find you? Uh, so, yes, yeah, my website, callumsmilesmedia.com. And then I do most of my shithousery on Twitter at csmiles underscore news. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, and everybody, make sure I'm going to go over that site now so people can see it to know that they've got the right website, callumsmilesmedia.com. It's underneath oh, here in the description on the show. And uh, yeah, and give them a donation. I mean, you know, literally look at what he's doing. You know, it's there's no need to be a starving artist literally speaking out for humanity. So that's great. Where's your donate button I'm, here? Dallas Media I, um, I might be working for TNT Radio in Australia soon if anyone nice. wants to ah, check them out. They're, they're excellent. Good. Excellent. Look at that. Look at that. And, you know, never, never mess with a red-headed Englishman, especially on... I'm blonde, you twat. You know, because he's an absolutely <laughs> spun-up Tasmanian devil. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> if you've got a T-shirt that says, I'm blonde, you twat, that would be great. <laughs> <Should Yeah. I? laughs> I'm going to get one of them for my ginger daughter. She'd love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We well, got to fix the lighting because it's, it's got the orange hair hearing. <laughs> just take it, just take it. I know you're busy on a, a well deserved ski vacation coming up. I'm sure the farmers are, you know, happy about that too. But do you know um, what I was thinking that because I'm, I'm literally I'm going to the airport tonight, I'm getting yeah. the first flight out to we're flying to Leon, and then it's a three hour drive to the Alps. And part <laughs> of me's worried that the uh. Might be I might have to become a globalist and support them if just just to clear the mud <laughs> off the motorway. So you might you might have to, you might be climbing over tractors for four days. That's what <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Char charge the batteries. Make sure you got the MAGA hat with you, though. I mean, that'll get you through any blockade, you know, with the farmers. You know, like, that yeah, shot. I'm English. I'm and I'm for you guys and make America great again. And we're like Mercy. fantastic. Okay, is that open? Allow him through. You know, fantastic. Yeah. And just like that, the French just, you know, capitulated very quickly once again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're like, okay, we surrender. Once again. Come uh, on. They're our brothers. Best way everybody finds you, brother. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You guys are getting along really well. And when you guys finally do shows, let me know because I'll make sure I can share to, you know, for like the seven uh, friends that I have on Twitter. Well, I'm, I'm doing a live talk in Edinburgh next Thursday night. In case anybody watching this lives in Scotland and wants to come. Yep. Well, and they can sign up right here on your website at themarkatwoodshow.com. Is that where they could find all your information? No, the, the information on the Edinburgh things on my Twitter and my Telegram. That website looks shit on your... All right. <laughs> no, it's, it's quite beautiful. It's just the way Nick, that the browser is working right now. Get off all over the fucking place. <laughs> what, what's going on with the movie, Mark? Like, we haven't done a promo for it yet. No, I, I kind of put it out. Where are you at? I kind, I kind of put it out and forgot about it. Um, yeah, we can do that anytime. I mean, it's kind of really, it's kind of only made for people that kind of know who we are and what, why, you know, whatever. But yeah, is it not loading? Is that not loading either? Brilliant. Great. It's loaded here. It's fine. Movie, you go to um, just click it. It'll take you right over. Really shit signal now. This movie, sure, uh, roughly. 
I can't hear you anymore. It's all shit signal. Hello. Oh, hang on a second. It's just trying to pick it up because your website's got all the video. I think um, uh, that definitely one for you to check out, Cal. You know, so it's documented is 31 days in the states for the Truth Tour. Uh, speaking out, speaking with everybody. You know, lots of fun, lots of giggles, and uh, amazing bits of truth. Kathy O'Brien, when you finally got to meet her in person, um, just lovely, mate. Yeah, yeah, um, great. Well, let's make sure that I'll, I'll make. Sure, I didn't know that you were had it fully public to promote so i'll just start sending it out here over the next week too you know people need to see that stuff this art it's it's literally historic as far as i'm yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be a fucking marketing expert and i've hardly told anybody about it yeah yeah <laughs> well you're, you're trying to heal the world too with your oxygen tent so you know just make sure you don't fire up a and cigarette red light therapy and consciousness field and structure have you looked into green light therapy well it's not therapy but um so a friend of mine thomas seager have you heard of him no, give me his name. Uh, so Thomas uh, S E A G E R. He's Seeger T P on Twitter. Um, yeah. So he 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 makes his own ice baths. So he's Ooh, a he's an engineering professor at Arizona State Uni, but he's in, he's made these green light goggles. So green light basically, um, it's not that it numbs you, but it makes you better at dealing with pain. Hmm. But like he's been giving it to like uh, there was a thing where this kid had these like migraines or something, yeah. And it's all about light, baby. I mean, I, I wear this every day. That fills me full of light. The red light bed we've just got is the first one of its kind in Europe, and um, we're gonna we're healing people by stealth. You know, this thing loses weight. That's like we're gonna sell it on weight loss, and then you come in, but you're getting healed because it activates the mitochondria and the ATP and everything else in the blood. I think, so. I think the thing that that loses weight where you are, Mark, is the dodgy the dodgy, the dodgy meals you have in a place. Dodgy Irish pub food. The easiest way to lose weight in Ireland is don't drink Guinness. Simple. <laughs> Which I don't anymore. But um, yeah, no, I would like to look him up. I'll look him up. What's the Thomas Seeger? Brilliant. Green light. I'm always yeah. interested really, in stuff really, like that. Really good bloke. Really good bloke. Brilliant. Yeah. Awesome, yeah, guys. An amazing, he's got an amazing American accent as well. Like it's the sort of thing where if he did an audio book, I would listen to it every night. All right, keep keep all that private stuff to yourself. Let <laughs> <laughs> me <a> tissue. <laughs> uh, exactly. Right, right after he's going to open the curtains and start playing with his Mark Atwood dolls. Yeah, I finally Dude, got to meet him. I finally got to meet him. Weirder, Yay. Weird. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. Jane has no hope. Mark is mine. Mark is mine. Precious. Um, <laughs> By the way, That's Mark, it. it's, socks it's still haven't honor. arrived in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> you did you wear the them like I asked? Yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> did you not get the pictures? <laughs> <laughs> right, Callum, are you um, are you uh, are you going to be traveling uh, through Europe with the show? Uh, so I'm I'm go well, so I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be doing that uh, going to Ireland to do this documentary on immigration, yeah. and I'm also looking at when I get so I'm going to France for a week tomorrow, but then I'm looking at maybe going straight back there, got to um. Uh, to maybe go and cover some of the farmer stuff, but I plan on going to Ireland within the next month. So, um, nice. Because interesting, right? So, one of the things I noticed when I went to Ireland uh, with Rebel was uh, how we're very similar, and I know tensions have been really high between more the more between the Irish and the English rather than the Irish and the British, but still the Irish and the British. But um, they weren't. They were happy with me being with them at this protest in East Wall in Dublin, but they didn't really want to talk until 
a lefty ran someone over and then they came over going, ah, you, you, you'll tell the truth, won't you? You'll tell the truth. You'll tell the world the truth. I was like, oh, now, now you want the English help. Yeah. <laughs> but actually, I've, I've, my Irish following in the past year has grown like a quicker rate than, than my British following. Because well, your hair looks more red than blonde. You look more red than I'm blonde. I'm blonde, you twat. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, got, I got sent this meme, and you'll probably appreciate it more than other people. Oh, yeah. can, can you see that? Yeah. 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 I can't read it very well, but yeah, we can see it. Get the gist. Yeah. yeah but it's, I was like, oh, we're not the same. Then obviously, you know, we've had these people flooding the country like, we are more similar than previously assumed. Ah, yes, yes, we yeah. are. Well, I think I think a lot of Irish have realised that there's, you know, whatever the British did to Ireland, which was horrific, it wasn't. It was the hidden hand. This is the thing. Yeah. People are waking up to the fact there's a hidden hand. There always has been, and yeah. you know yeah. they used they used the nations. I mean, my nan got had to leave Ireland in 1917, and I still can't get to the bottom of why. It might have been to do with child trafficking. It might be to do with paedophilia. It might just be Angela's ashes, ashes, poverty, whatever. But the point is, there's been a lot of that, and the and England and Ireland are, are completely intertwined and related. It's not just the people, but the lands, and yes. that's the thing. We've got to come together over the lands and the children and all of that. You know, that's I'm still taking be. the UK sticker off my car when I drive over. But yeah, we are getting. <laughs> I think ties have grown yeah, a lot that, stronger. That's just <laughs> pragmatic. That's just pragmatic. Yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely yeah. smart. It's awesome, gentlemen. Well, it's been an absolute honor and uh, really appreciate it. So this will stream here very shortly after we hang up and um, look forward to having you both back on the show. You're welcome at any time, of course. Definitely. And uh, I like hopefully next time you're all feeling better. What's that, Kyle? I like the idea of doing it with a few drinks. A yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's have, let's have, a, right. let's have a Friday night at the pub job because, it, yeah. you know, whatever it takes to get through and you've got to keep laughing in the middle of all this because it's fucking nuts, right? Absolutely. That's that's a tagline of the show is making fun of the funk of life. I mean, and that was the purpose of me when I came up with this series going every two every other Friday, we just got to laugh at this shit, but also share and get it out there. So all right, so maybe in a month from now, we're having cocktails on a fucking Friday and we just live stream it and we get people showing up, you know, crack your favorite bevy. You know, why don't why don't, why don't we both go go to Ireland? Yeah, meet in the middle. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> kind of the middle yeah. two miles that yeah. way four thousand that way but yeah yeah we'll live stream it mark's gonna call in ships and i'm gonna spin some reiki we're gonna have some angels appear and and Callum, maybe it'll be like full red on one side full blonde on the other and it'll be like i'm ready to freaking fight uh, um, fuck this i'm you know? going yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> And maybe maybe AJ will join us. Maybe we just make it a four quadrant, you know. Maybe bring in uh, Senor Roberts, you know, because he's always so oh, serious. Yeah. He's always posting pictures in his backyard, you know, like I'm having a mug of tea with his shirt off in summertime, all glistening and sweaty. And I'm like, doesn't your wife appreciate this? I mean, if she does, that's her. But, dude, you know, you're you're trying to build a following here. Put the shirt. Back. No, he's 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 ripped. He's fine. that's fine. He can do that. I know. Uh, we we got we got taking the, the piss. Gym. Taking the we piss. The same gym, and he's not been there in ages. So, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's just like I'm. I'm building. I'm visualizing that they're getting bigger and plumper. Um. Anyway, we're just having fun with AJ. Total, total fucking hero. Real deal as well. So, uh, thank yeah. you, Jensen. I got to run. And uh, God bless. Yeah, thank you for what you do. Be safe. All right. Uh, yeah, we'll stay connected. You, Yep, I'll drop an email to all of y'all here very shortly in the future. God wins. 100% God wins. God bless, guys.
Hey dear soul, if you know anybody who needs deep healing, has pain, hard time sleeping, stay tuned for these messages from Colonel Chuck Sellers, the former deputy commander of Delta Force. It is powerful and literally may help change your life to revitalize energy, activate stem cells, and live younger reverse aging. I'm telling you, I, Michelle will tell you because she watches me, okay? So, you know, you saw me, Brad, yeah. that time when my back was so bad. You remember we were, yep. you were here? Yep. And you said, this is, we got to do something. Well, the, the, my left, my, my left knee is destroyed. I mean, it's, it's uh, totally rebuilt and then five operations. But you have to tell about your back. And, and my back, my back is a, is a, uh, it's a disseminated idiopathic skeletal hyperostosis dish disease, which is a degenerative back disease that's genetically passed down. But what it leads to is total calcification of the spine. And, and so jumping out of airplanes just made it come quicker. Yeah, I didn't know that I had it until <laughs> until 2002, yeah. after I'd been in the army for 24 years, wow. and um, jumping and all of the parachute jumping and the opening shock and everything. So when I was what 48, when I got out, something like that. And one application of the patch later. We went to a rodeo on Saturday, our first day. Literally, we went to a rodeo on Saturday. <laughs> and it was maybe six to seven hours. And he wasn't slumped over, and he couldn't no handle pain. it. No it, pain. It was, like, yeah, pretty was, incredible. That was the first day. That was your first day wearing them. That was the first day. Wow. That was it's, the first day we had that on. We're, we're only doing... Are you wearing X39 too, or just Ice Wave? No, just no, the Ice Wave right now. The way we did it, I just have, I've only done the we Ice were, Wave. Yes. All I have used so far is the Ice Wave, the two patch thing. And um, I, I'm doing it, uh, I find, just over three days now, I find that where I need it, I did try it on the behind the neck. The, the first but what's here? What really would, where it helps is to put it right on where it really hurts is in my lower back across the pelvis, and I put it on the spine there, and then down on my lower left leg, down the top of the foot. So the first day, so it goes through the bad knee. That's it now. But I, since I put these things on, th that's how I feel. I mean, I'm walking straight. I'm not limping. Hey, you divine lions and lionesses, you amazing sovereign souls. Look at this. Powerful, affordable X39 patches help regenerate your stem cells. These were developed for Navy SEALs. Burns up to 500 calories, acts like a wearable med bed on your body. So you get to wear your natural wellness daily. Order X39 now at catchthelifewave.com. There's Monday to Friday phone support, so you can go there. There's Zooms, and there's a 100% 90-day money-back guarantee at catchthelifewave.com. The X39, there is nothing else like it. Help activate stem cells, reverse aging, and rejuvenate your life at catchthelifewave.com.
Thanks for joining us on the program, ladies and gentlemen. Please like, follow, subscribe, share this with nine friends and family. And of course, if you enjoy our blinged Buddha firing red pills from his nine mil, let us know. Thanks for joining us on the program, ladies and gentlemen. Please like, follow, subscribe, share this with nine friends and family. And of course, if you enjoy our blinged Buddha firing red pills from his nine mil, let us know.